0: Welcome to your New Hampshire National Guard podcast. We are always ready, always there.
1: This podcast series is a production of the State Public Affairs Office.
0: Hello, I'm your host, Tech Sergeant Charles Johnston with Public Affairs. And this episode of the podcast features Warrant Officer Candidate Adam Wong. He's an IT analyst with the 136th Cybersecurity Company, and in the civilian sector, he works at MIT Lincoln Lab. Thanks for coming on the show.
1: Uh, thanks for having me, Sarn.
0: Tell us a little bit about yourself uh, before we get started.
1: Uh, sure. Um, so I joined the Army National Guard in 2012 as a firefinder radar operator, uh, 13 Romeo. Some people would say I uh, tracked inbound and outbound artillery rounds with uh, with radar. Um, essentially, my my battery sort of um, we sort of uh, downsized because of uh, changes of, of mission and strategy for the army in general. And so uh, my battery commander uh, was promoted. He went to uh, Joint Force Headquarters and he was standing up a cyber team. And he knew my background, having an IT degree. And he said, hey, um, you wanna join this, uh, the, cyber, the cyber defense team I'm making? And I said, sure, beam me up. <laughs> and um, for the past uh, about six years, I've been on uh, in support of uh, two different teams in New Hampshire. We, we train together. Um, we have the defensive cyber operations element, uh, which we, that team protects the state, the state network uh, and the state military network, as well as um, the 136 cybersecurity company, which um, is a, a deployable unit uh, in support of United States Cyber Command. Um, so uh, on the I joined uh, the National Guard again to pay for college. Um, so I, thankfully I, I got my bachelor's of, at University of New Hampshire in 2016. Um, I finished up my master's part-time at, uh, Dakota State University, um, uh, and starting my PhD program in the fall, uh, for cyber defense. Um,
0: yes. Uh, Dr. Wong. <laughs> One day. <laughs> has a nice ring to it. So tell us a little bit about what it is you do in the unit on the army national guard side and the type of training that it required, uh, for you to do what you do.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the training um, varies every month. Uh, we we try to look at um, essentially what we call our our doctrine, our our, our sort of strategic plan for how uh, the army will maneuver in uh, cyberspace. You know, being that fifth uh, domain of warfare, that different, that new frontier, if you will. Um, so we look at the plan and say, okay, uh, Cybercom, we have this idea of, of offensive and defensive cyber operations. Uh, we're going to take 12 months out of the year, and we're going to try to um, break it apart in a reasonably, um, reasonably, uh, you know, a planned manner of attacking this problem. Like, okay, this month we are going to solely train on this is what, how you uh, manage all of your users in a computer. Um, these are how you uh, force them to change their password. Uh, these are uh, these are the privileges they should have. Um, that's, uh, say, that towards the beginning. So we concentrate on operations and then we shift to defense. So uh, this is how we analyze uh, network traffic. So when you visit web pages, uh, you generate you know, records of that and we, we sort through the logs. We can read it, um, we can manipulate and say, okay, uh, there's something not right with this guy's computer, or um, you know, this person received a spear phishing email, so a malicious email with a bad URL. It's like a can you uh, can you analyze it? Yeah, sure. Uh, this is what I found on this uh, website. This website is dangerous because of X, Y, and Z. Um, this is how it got to the user. Uh, this is who sent it, uh, and we try to we try to pull the thread. It's almost um, we kind of dive into a world of forensics uh, when we uh, handle cybersecurity, like post post as we say post mortem after something bad happens. Uh, with respect to the uh, sort of the offensive side, although we are a cybersecurity company, we do rehearse uh, offensive security. So we do similar things to uh, the bad guys, but we, we sort of uh, we target ourselves in a, in a uh, planned manner, a uh, planned and safe manner. So um, we do port, uh, what we call port mapping. So we sort of knock on quote-unquote windows or doors uh, on a computer, if you will, and um, check what, what responds, what doesn't, what we can figure out about a computer, uh, what weaknesses uh, there might be, uh, things like that
0: you have uh, an annual exercise. Sometimes it's been held here in New Hampshire, cyber Yankee. That's kind of a big deal. What does that entail?
1: Uh, cyber Yankee, <laughs> the, my favorite two weeks out of the year. Um, I'm being serious when I say that, uh, usually, um, my teammates will see me, uh, carrying, you know, Pelican cases and boxes of uh, gaming equipment. So I'll bring a giant monitor, uh, you know, red blue green headsets that have flashy lights, everything. Um, and, uh, that two-week exercise is uh, a way for um, us, as New Hampshire and New England states, to rehearse uh, defending uh, crit- what we call critical infrastructure. Uh, so when we think about Department of Homeland Security, they say uh, these are the different uh, these are the different sectors of the the country in which we need we care about. You know, for example, uh, power plants, all the power plants together, all the water plants, all the you know the farm you know farms or all the all the uh, chemical plants, all of these different um, these different, uh, industries that make our country work. Uh, they all have each and every one of these, uh, industries have their own peculiar, uh, network design. And cyber Yankee is a way for us to engage with certain sectors and say, uh, we are here to help. These are our capabilities. And this is how, uh, when you're in danger, this is how you call us. Um, and yeah, that, I, I love, I love cyber Yankee because, um, it gets me out of the lab. So I, you know, I'm not doing research or, something monotonous, but it's like I get I get to do my MOS, I get to, you know, hunt for, for evil, as we say in the cybersecurity world.
0: And what's interesting is that that exercise, those those notional situations that you train for, you just practiced real world during COVID.
1: Uh, yes. Um I did. I, I did uh two two state active duty rotations uh, in support of the New Hampshire Department of IT. Uh, the first uh, the first one was a, a week long during the, the very start of the pandemic. Um, so I was on the emergency operations center, uh, floor, the watch floor for uh, the state of New Hampshire. And it was, was kind of scary. Uh, during the start of the pandemic, I literally watched a, a map of the United States slowly turn red from both the East and West Coast as the pandemic spread. So that was, that was a little scary. But um, uh, during that time, uh, I was called in. Uh, I was asked to uh, support the Department of IT because um, we were were essentially uh, told like, okay, uh, be ready if something bad happens. Be ready if someone decides to uh, kick us while we're down. Uh, So uh, they asked me to augment the the Department of IT security team and support them and try to make big problems smaller for them uh, and give them an extra hand.
0: More specifically, we teamed with state entities during the height of the pandemic to help keep their systems safer.
1: We did, uh, we did, and um, and we still do. Uh, last year, I my second tour was actually with the same folks, uh, so I got to see familiar faces. They, they you know, they they trusted me enough to bring me back, um, which is great. And so we're we're building that that shared trust and shared vision of defending uh, civilian civilians and you know demonstrating to you know the populace that we as the National Guard will always be here for you. And uh, it, the second tour at um, Department of IT was very interesting because I. Um, I even had uh, uh, state police uh, ask me for help to help them uh, with build certain tools for them to support their law enforcement initiatives. Although I can't get too far into that, but I'll I'll just leave it at that.
0: You also work in IT on the outside, as we mentioned earlier, at MIT, Lincoln Laboratory. What's that like? What does that entail?
1: Oh, man. Uh, Lincoln Laboratory is a fascinating place. Um, It... It usually borrows some researchers from MIT, the school or campus, as we call it. Um, occasionally, some of those folk who are finishing their PhDs or something or masters will uh, go to the lab to finish up and do research on behalf of the lab. Uh, MIT Lincoln Laboratory is uh, a research and development center. It works in favor of the U.S. government. And uh, we try to, ma- again, we try to make big problems smaller for the, gov- for the government this time. And we, I guarantee you, like every, you know, amazing piece of equipment like satellites or something or radios, I guarantee you some way, shape or form pass through the laboratory. Um, usually we try to build prototypes uh, of, uh, you know, amazing technologies just to, just to stay on the bleeding edge and stay uh, ahead of the bad guys. Um, yeah, I started, I joined Lincoln Laboratory uh, straight out of uh, undergrad. So uh, 2016, um, it I spent about a year and a half in the security operations center. So I again, I monitored network traffic, uh, network traffic, and I, um, you can think of me as like I uh, don't I don't know if I'd say the glorified gate guard, but I was manning the perimeter. Um, so watching in you know in the kinetic sense, uh, I was watching cars coming in and out of the gate, you know inspecting them, checking the the, the cargo. I do I'm doing that, but with a computer. Uh, if you if you frame it in that manner. Um, but after about a year and a half of doing that and vulnerability management, so I'm the guy you know, in the digital world, I'm the guy that's grabbing the fence and shaking it to make sure there's no holes or anything. Um, you know, I'm, after doing vulnerability management for a bit and what we call perimeter monitoring, I shifted over to the research side uh, to support what we call the uh, Research Network Operations Center. Uh, so I was doing the same job, uh, traffic analysis, You know, looking at data. But uh, I was doing it in a research capacity. Um, other other times, I, I still work with my old team. I still still hang out with them. Uh, usually, if they have a big problem that they don't have time for, they'll detask it to me as a uh, as a you know a researcher, a supporter, a guy who's always who's, who has uh, always worked with them or has familiarity with people on that team. Um, as a researcher, uh, we're, I'm trying to. I, I don't know if I'd call myself a researcher. I'd call myself an enabler of researcher. I support the the actual doctors and uh, PhDs at the laboratory. Uh, I'm I'm trying to help them uh, fulfill their their initiatives. Um, so as a research uh, as an enabler of researcher, I usually build. I specialize in what we call uh, rapid countermeasures. Uh, I build quick tools uh, to solve problems of the security operations center. Um, hey, we're seeing this. This um, this trait, this characteristic, this um, this thing, this certain website. Uh, we need some way to detect if it's doing uh, something weird. We need some way to to detect whether or not we see it in our traffic, uh, things like that.
0: PC or Mac.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, oh will I get kicked off the show? But <laughs> uh,
0: no, but you have to be honest and you have to explain why. Okay. Um, because this could be controversial. Um, oh no, it will be controversial.
1: <laughs> I'm not responsible for you lose fans. <laughs> um, PC, <laughs> I'm a I am a Windows person. I love Windows. I grew up with Windows. Uh, this is not a shameless plug for Microsoft. <laughs> Please don't sue me. Um, but uh, I haven't grown up grown up with uh, Windows and uh, working with it a lot in my job. And uh, Windows has the, kind of the largest attack surface because there are more Windows computers that gen- uh, people use. Um, people use in general um and mac mac is uh they apple makes a good product so I'm trying to be fair here it just does not play nicely with the windows world and maybe that's where my bias comes from uh, i do like i do like my iphone though so that was know, my can,
0: next question so yeah iphone or android
1: definitely iphone <laughs> definitely why um, to me it's it's very it's very intuitive to use um, you know, I, I do like Apple's vision of, of what privacy means to people. When we think about the world, you know, there's there's a lot that, um, you know, we have ads. When you open up your web browser, you have ads that follow you everywhere. And suspiciously, you know, you know when you're looking at cars or something with uh, a search engine, all of a sudden you see 27 ads saying, hey, would you like a great uh, deal in finance for a new car? Uh, that's what I, that's, that's the, the sort of a, uh, thing that makes me a little nervous about um, the internet. But I I do love my iPhone. Uh, It's pretty friendly, and uh, as my uh, coworker once
0: said, it just works. Have you ever had occasion to use some of these skills you've learned in the guard personally while on your own computer?
1: So uh, one of the most, uh, quote unquote, scariest things I've ever seen uh, that personally happened to me one of my Gmail accounts, I received a spam email. You know, so it's just generic, like, "Hey, you know," it, it pretended to be Amazon, it wasn't. Um, you know, it's one of those. You, know, you have an order coming your way, and it's coming from some other guy from, you know, you know, uh, Gmail.com. So you're kind of like, "No, that's not Amazon." Um, I used my skills, uh, skill sets from uh, the guard, and from the laboratory. So I took this email, I uh, sent it through some tools. I ripped the email apart and um, breaking into pieces. I was looking at the underlying code, and you know how emails have uh, graphics—they show you nice pictures. Emails never used to be that way. They used to be straight text. That's it, just like Notepad on your computer. So, uh, with all these graphics and you know, you know, pictures showing, the underlying code it actually had a really tiny one pixel by one pixel image, um, and not you know, you and I, we look at a screen, and one pixel is pretty tiny. <laughs> and uh if you read the code uh you know in chronological order this email when you open it would run out uh to the internet run back to the bad guy's server tap them on the shoulder and say hey can I have this photo and you know most bad people they're most bad guys the more more advanced uh, hackers they'll keep an eye on their computer and they'll know who's talking to their computer so um they'll immediately know like ah oh, this guy opened this email that was one of the scariest emails i've ever received uh yeah
0: well, it's been an interesting journey for you so far, from canon crew member to IT analyst, PhD, warrant officer candidate. Uh, the sky's the limit, it seems. And uh, what you didn't mention uh, during the show, but what you mentioned uh, pre-production was a couple. There were a couple of hobbies that you've that you've omitted. Uh, what what oh. were they again?
1: Oh yes. Um. So I am. I'll just say it. I, I am an amateur cosplayer, so I I uh, wear uh, costumes at uh, anime and gaming conventions like uh, Anime Boston or the uh, Penny Arcade Expo East in uh, Boston. So uh, it, it's great to interact with people and um, you know sh- have that shared sense of hobby and belonging. And uh, it, it's great when you see people smiling in your costume, like, oh, I want a picture with you, because you know that you can. You, it, it's great when you see people's eyes light up like that. Um, <laughs> And
0: what was the character
1: again that you that you uh, that you dress up as? Uh, I usually dress up as a, a generic soldier from uh, the uh, Japanese hit show uh, Attack on Titan.
0: <laughs> Warren Officer Candidate Wong, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about your IT analyst position with the 136 Cybersecurity Company, and also a little bit about your your private sector job with MIT Lincoln Lab. And thank you for having me on the show. Thanks for listening to your New Hampshire National Guard podcast. And uh, I take it from one of your comments earlier, you're a Trekker also, not a Trekkie. It's a Trekker. Oh, I'm actually a Star Wars person.
1: (laughs) I thought you said beam me up earlier. Oh, well, I mean, that's the headline, you know, I gotta, gotta stay relevant. (laughs)